You're listening to Sideshow Network. Hey, hi, how are you? I'm Jamie Flam, and I'm the artistic director of the Hollywood Improv. Basically, that means I'm the one responsible for booking comedians, producing shows, and making sure every night at the club is magical. You might even call me the gatekeeper. Okay, so not really, but maybe, I don't know. Uh, Outside of my job at the Improv, I also perform and write comedy, which means I sit in front of many gatekeepers myself. It's an interesting dynamic, but it's helped me learn a lot as well. Now I host a podcast about it. Each week, I talk with bookers, producers, decision makers, performers, and more. Hey, uh, this is Cole Stratton. This is Janet Varney. This is Troy Conrad. This is Todd Glass, and you're listening to Gatekeeper. It's an inside look at the art of saying yes and no. Also, there are sound effects. Be sure to subscribe to Gatekeeper on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find more info at sideshownetwork.tv. Hello and welcome to a spooky episode of Worst Collection Ever presented by the Sideshow Network. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence and it just happens to belong to us. I am very scary Jen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I can't think think of a thing. I'm spooky Sean. There you go. And this is our Halloween episode. Woo. <laughs> I didn't have a Nick the Halloween. I, I, you know what? I just thought of it at the very last minute because I was like, oh, the Simpsons do it. Let's I do know. It. I was just thinking, I was like, shit, I can't think of anything <laughs> as good as the Simpsons. I know. I like slaughtered Sean Merrick. Yeah. Like, uh, see, my problem is like, I'm like, I could only be like jellyfish or jelly blob or Jezebel or Jezebel. No, you would be a, uh, a, uh, Jolted Jen. Jolted Jen. Yeah, I, I need. That. You'd be, that'd be like you'd also be your uh, um, uh, garbage pail kid. <laughs> Jolted <laughs> Jen. Jolted. It's just me being electrocuted. You being electrocuted on Halloween. Yeah, spooky. Best ho- holiday. Uh, favorite holiday. The only holiday that matters. Um. <sighs> so yeah, this is our our Halloween episode because. Halloween is next week, Monday, and so our episode comes out on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd be too late. Yeah, so we'd be very lame. We could have did it like everybody else does it, where they do the whole month, whole month of Halloween maybe stuff. Maybe next and year, which we, which maybe next year we do. I mean, I have. I feel like we have enough to do it. Maybe we have enough stuff that we maybe. can work with. We have to look. We're not going to do a full month of Christmas, are we? No. Good. No, we're we're doing. No, no, no. We, no. we already know what we're doing for Christmas. <laughs> Yay! We already have that taken care of. So. You're just gonna. You all just got to deal with it. <laughs> we have some stuff that's. I haven't even read it yet, and I'm not even really looking forward to it. What? Well, but at the same time, it's the, it's appropriate. The problem is, is Christmas always tries to be so like upbeat and like teach you like lessons about like goodness and family. I don't know. I think the Which I think what boo. we got this year is. I think what we got this year isn't. There's no lessons. Good. You know what we're ta- I'm talking about, right? I don't remember, but I don't want any lessons. <laughs> I, that's why I like Halloween so much. Things are just spooky. And that's how it is. Yes. Spooky and scary. Yep. Yeah, that's gonna be the it's gonna be the deal. It's gonna be a nice spooky time for Yay. everybody. Um and our comic book collection is no different. No. 
Our comic book collection is straight up horrifying. Yeah, absolutely. It's a goddamn <laughs> it's, horror show in here. It's straight up embarrassing. It's scarily <laughs> embarrassing. I think everything we do is scarily embarrassing at this point. Pretty much. Hey, uh, mid-30-year-olds, what are you doing with your time? Reading comic books? Okay. Hey there, hey there, uh people with grad degrees <laughs> actual grown-ass people actual grown-ass people with grad degrees that moved uh you know moved across the country <laughs> you, you know there's people out there like younger than you that have like children and own homes right <laughs> that's a real nightmare <laughs> what the kid part kids are fine well, kids are fine but the fact that these They're millennials own homes <laughs> What the hell am I talking about? I don't know. Millennials owning homes. Millennials are like they're, they're all they're owning condos. If you have a Nintendo Switch, oh, that. that's right. Everybody's playing fucking Nintendo Switch on their goddamn rooftops. <laughs> well, probably like just trying to see from the extreme glare of the sun. Oh, I would be pissed. I would be like, this sucks. You'd be like, I can't see it. Why don't we just go? This inside? sucks. And well, why are we all sitting here? And like, I would just be eating the potato salad. <laughs> you know what they should have had in that ad? If you haven't seen the Nintendo Switch commercial, you should see it. But they they should have had like everybody clustered around the Nintendo Switch and then a lone guy in the background just not giving a fuck eating all the food. Yeah, just that'd be me. Yeah. That'd be me yeah, beating yeah. like, hey, look, they got sides. <laughs> I'll take it while they're distracted. I'll just be, I would just be like, I had to have like two hot dogs on a plate. <laughs> just sitting in the background going ah, and just shoving it in my mouth just f- full of full of food and then you know these people are playing like Super Mario ass or whatever <laughs> I'd play Super Mario ass yeah well, it's coming it's coming for Switch <laughs> which I'm not gonna get a Switch I'm sticking with the PS4 until they get a PS5 I'm sorry I, I still want that other thing not the Switch the um what the fuck is it? That line that comes preloaded with all those games. Oh, the classic. Yeah, no, we'll, yeah get that. That. we'll get that. We'll get that. I rather. I seriously think I'd rather just. Have, I to be honest, we'll get we'll get that. Yeah. And I also want the Sega Genesis one. Okay. But I also want a Retron. I've wanted a Retron for a long time. Yeah. Because that's something where you could just get your games, like all these different kinds of games, and play those. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, tack it in. And it's like, you know, I mean, I, I don't think it's that good, but at the same time, fuck it. I want to, I want to play. I want to play. You know, I'm an old, I'm an older man. You know, and I think, and now I'm at the phase of my life where it's time to start playing retro games <laughs> and playing the games I want because I couldn't have them when I was younger. Well, that's true. You know, I gotta start living my life before this dream is over. <laughs> oh God. What? Oh, we're all gonna die. <laughs> Make America Nintendo retro again. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I suppose we should like do a comic book podcast now. Spooky. Woo. Whoa. Scary. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at a pumpkin, so. Mm, that's true. I, I put that's how I decorate. I put literally three tiny pumpkins in a corner. We put a we put a wait, did we oh no, we have a thing on our Oh yeah, well, no, I put it. Says a, Happy Halloween. I did. It says Happy Halloween, and I have a towel that has a pumpkin on it, and that's it. Good job. I don't go in for decorating. I really don't. No. I know. I know a lot of people do. I am not. I think maybe if we had a house, it'd be different because I'd want to decorate our front yard, make it look like a cemetery, and hopefully scare the shit out of children. But since we live in an apartment, meh. 
Yeah, no, I would be creative. I would have like superhero dead superheroes and stuff. Oh, that'd be sweet. We could do zombie superheroes. Oh, I would do. Yard. I would. I would have like gravestones. I would have. Oh, that'd be so fun. It would be very inside baseball kind of thing, and people would be like, "Oh, I get that." You know, it would. It would I would do my best. Would to... you look at the Marvel Book of the Dead and oh, just yeah. like put all like I might even want to recreate it. You know, in that'd some be kind way. of fun. Yeah, because like those book covers and stuff, I'd have like Captain Marvel and shit. Yeah. Red Skull, he's on one of those. So that'd be really fun. Yeah, because then you could just like have like a bunch of heroes that died like a long time ago that nobody ever heard of, and then there would be like one forty-nine-year-old dude who's like taking his kids around, being like, "Dude, I get it." Forty-nine-year-old man approves <laughs> of yard. <sighs> well, speaking of forty-nine years old, mm. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna think of some joke with it's this a, book we're telling here, but whatever. Yeah, okay. I'm full. I'm full of. I'm full of half-assed things today. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about our book. Hmm. Let's talk about our DC book first. It is Tales of the Teen Titans, number seventy-one from November nineteen eighty-six. Ooh, spooky. Um, what a spooky year. Spooky year. Uh, Reaganomics. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of what was scary in 1986. Oh, I don't know. A lot of things. I was young. Maximum Overdrive. That was a movie. <laughs> Stephen King's directorial debut. Ooh. Spooky. Spooky. Okay. So it's Tales of the Teen Titans number... 71 from uh, Jan- November 1986. Uh, on the cover, it says Ghost Story. And we have, uh, like, a looks to be a decaying girl, ghost girl. Yeah, uh, yeah. she's just, there's a, a little girl and a dress. And then Dick is, as Nightwing, perched on a... S- the gravestone. It's it's supposed to be a gravestone, but there's no name on it. It's, it's facing the other way. Oh, okay. So he's like perched on it, and then what's Corey doing? She's... I don't know because in the back, very in the back, there's like these two shrouded like figures that are floating, and those that has nothing to do with the story. It has nothing to do with the story, but like Starfire is like going towards them uh, as yeah, if, it looks like, like she's trying to like keep them away. Try to keep them away, and then in the foreground, there's a hand with a gun on it. Like okay, pointing at, point at this girl, and the girl's pointing at the person holding the gun. And actually, I just noticed something: the na- the, the the gun, the hand with the gun it has, has nail- fingernails, fingernails yeah, on it. It's so. a woman's hand. Could be, or just a, a guy who yeah. likes to paint his fingernails. Yeah. yeah, could be. So we all, yeah, we start off with this book uh, with just straight up beefcake. Yeah, Dick coming out of the shower, hanging out in a towel. That's right. He's having a bad day, apparently. Uh, apparently, him and uh, he's he, like she's uh, she's been holding back on like just talking to him. Being, I don't know. He feels she's not being honest with him, you know, and uh, talking about emotions or whatever. Oh, you mean Corey? Corey. Yeah. He's talking about Corey. He's like she's getting a volcano ready to blow. Yeah, you some know. he you know he's he's having he's worried about it. 
And then he's at, so wet coming out of the shower. I, I know he's just he didn't even like attempt to dry off. I think he didn't. Like he literally it looks like he's all soap on him. To be honest, like up there, like yeah, I know he's got soap and like he's walking out of the shower and like and he's stamping like, on his bathroom. But like his, it looks like his tub is like overflowing. Yeah, he's just making a mess because uh. Alfred cleaned up after him and he is yeah. Uh, irresponsible and horrible and I'm sure that that mat is moldy and disgusting so as he's like you know nude or whatever he hears somebody in his living room (laughs) and it's a little girl jumping rope and she's singing like a little rhyme yeah like like a Freddy Krueger nursery rhyme yeah and she's like what does she say like she says D is your name Dickie and your dad D D is your D your name is Dickie and your daddy's name is Brucey, and you're really known as Nightwing. And he's like, oh my god, she knows who I am. He's not just like, what the fuck? There's a girl in my he's room. Also like my dad's technically, I mean, like technically not. Bruce. My biological father is not Brucey Bruce. Wayne. Brucey Wayne. Oh man, Brucey Wayne. Good old Brucey. What a fun, Brucey. fun guy. Life of the party. That Brucey. I wish. I, I really wish that there was a, a Batman series called Brucey and Dicky. <laughs> What it's it's about when they were small, um, yeah. and so he like in his towel he like runs after this child instead of being like, why the fuck is there a child in my apartment who seems to know who I am? Yeah. And so she runs out into the hallway and then she disappears, and he's only in his towel and he's like having a fit, locks himself out of his apartment in his towel and of course he just starts screaming well he he i think what happens is he goes try to go back inside and the door's locked no the door slams shut on him oh and so he's out in the hallway pounding on the door like fred flintstone yeah and he's all naked so all of his neighbors come to look yeah which that doesn't happen. <laughs> Your neighbors don't ever look. Yeah, no, they it, might look out the people, but no one's opening their door to see what's going on. If somebody's pounding on their door, yeah, you know what? I'll be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not looking. I mean, nine times out of ten, I'm not looking outside. No, I'll look out the window and I'll look out like the peephole, but I'm not opening my door. <laughs> no, but it's funny because like you know, his neighbors. It's funny because like one neighbor is just like some guy's like, hey, look at this guy. Uh, the, the one that woman's just like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because she's getting to check out some of his because ass. Because not only that, he, like, falls to his knees in front of his door, and he's like, oh, this is the worst day, but you can see his ass crack. And then there's Hulk Hogan, it looks like. Hulk Hogan? Or whoever, I'm trying to think, like. That doesn't look like Hulk Hogan. That does look like a wrestler, though. Looks like a jobber. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, so they're all, he's all out here, and so then we now we go to, uh. Wherever Cyborg is. Cyborg. Cyborg is running through the streets. And he's also having a bad day. He's having a bad... Like, well, he's he's chasing... Yeah, he's chasing somebody, but he's also thinking about having a bad day. And he's probably thinking that his costume is horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the original... Uh, the original, uh, the, the original Cyborg getup is just... I, I, I it's, can't stand it. It's awful. It. It's awful. He it's, looks just like a bunch of garbage thrown together. That's really what he does. It's just so bad. So, he's like running around because he heard something he heard gunshots oh that's right 
And he's like, oh, man. So is he just, like, running through the roofs? Like, is, like, just in general? Like, just running around? Because I I understand, like, I think, like, the Teen Titans building isn't, like, being built right now. Yeah, it's been destroyed. So so. he's just having, like, a metal run? Well, maybe he was going to Starbucks, and he he heard some some gunshots and decided to check it out. Yeah. So here's gunshots. And then he he just randomly, like, jumps, finds out where it is, apparently, jumps into this this building. Mm Mm-hmm. And he sees a bunch of thugs. You see some guy dead over by a desk. A bunch of thugs start shooting at him. Right. And which I find actually. So here's my question about. I I don't quite understand about cyborg. Hmm. So he's you know, I'm assuming the armored part of his body is indestructible. The are just but just the armored parts. Like you can't shoot him, and you could shoot him in like the part of his face that's exposed or the top of his head. Or you know his chest, where it's exposed. I mean, is that and that's just like if you shoot him there, like does is that not reinforced? You know, like he's not like Luke Cage, you know, skin no, is he? No, I don't. You know, that's a really good question because I actually don't know how it works. I mean, I'm assuming like it's different now because he's a lot more armored. Yeah, he's a lot more robot. But back then, it just kind of looked like he was wearing a tank top. Yeah, he's just wearing like a like a singlet. So if you shot him, like. You know where you can see his skin in the middle of his chest. Would he die? I don't know. I, I was mean, thinking that because the part where these guys start shooting him and it's just like clang, clang, bang. You know, and he's just like whatever. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know exactly how that works because I assume that it's just like regular meat flesh. Yeah. And then robot. So he stops this thing, but at this, so he also sees this girl as well. Apparently, this girl's like, "Your name is Victor, and your daddy's name is Silas, and you're also known as Cyborg." You know, she's doing, you know, these, she's doing the thing. But this, this is what's weird: is she just shows up in like a random building? She shows up in a random building, and then she runs off, and then everybody goes to chase after her, and she disappears. Yeah, and so, and so the you know police come and they help him out, help out cyborg get the thing and it, but cyborg seems like because the cops are like man thanks a lot cyborg he's like yeah they're yeah. really into him helping out yeah but he's it's in new york like, city by the way and he's like whatever <laughs> like would you read him? he's like they're not like you know because apparently there's some politician who doesn't like them or something and so he's just like making all these comments like yeah and they're like don't pay attention to her we like having you guys around yeah yeah he's having a I do like here though when he goes to uh, the police office, police, police, whatever. Who is this, Rosetti? Captain. He's talking to the, talking to the captain. Yes. And the captain's like explaining. He's like, yeah. Uh, he he was so the guy that got killed was supposed to. He was supposed to testify. Testify on this murder. Yeah. That. Uh, that some murder he committed uh, like a long time ago because you know he was old anyway he was, he was dying he was dying so he was going to turn some state's evidence and like try to take down basically what's like some sort of crime family yeah um but now he's dead so i do like this here where uh cyborg is sitting on this guy like this guy's desk like cool teacher style oh yeah no definitely <laughs> he's like come on kid, which let's, also let's too why is this, why is his t- why is his de- this desk just not shredded under his giant metal weight? Yeah, that's a really good question because don't it does cyborg weigh like you know seven hundred pounds or something? Because that's a lot of metal. He's just fo- just flopping on this guy's desk like he's making a phone call sitting <laughs> on know, the yeah, desk. Yeah, that, that was my old. So he's like 
Oh, another one. The superhero's making phone calls. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Is you know he's talking about this case, and he's like, here, you know, here's the file or, or some information on it, and yeah, he yeah. looks. And he's like, wait, I know this address. This is the address of Dick Grayson's apartment where That's this where murder lives. apparently occurred. Yeah. And he's like, can I use your phone? And this is before like Star Six Nine and, and all that sort of stuff. So he's not worried about the fact that he's placing a phone call <laughs> from a uh, police headquarters to Nightwing's apartment. Yeah, but for that we doesn't have caller ID. Well, nobody did back then, so it didn't matter. Yeah, so it's fine, fine. It's the 80s. That's what I mean. This is like you. If you wrote this today, you couldn't have Ooh. that. Spooky phone calls. Spooky desk sitting. <laughs> Spooky desk sitting. Reinforced desks. <laughs> so he calls him, and he like leaves him a message or whatever. And then he calls this guy. He calls Jericho. Oh, he calls Jericho. This is so Jericho. Because the Teen Titans building was destroyed, there's a little blurb about right, it. Right, the there. building is destroyed. It looks like it's being built. So Jericho is living with his mom. Yeah. Jericho, who apparently constantly dresses in his uh, his outfit. Yeah, he's always dressed like a knight. I guess he's, he's got that. He's got the weird. I mean, I, I've never liked. I, I don't. Really, I didn't know. I growing I up, nothing about Jericho. Growing, he's, he's um Slade's son. Okay. He's, Slade's He's a wrestler, right? No. In the joke. Oh. <laughs> he only Chris Jericho should go as Jericho is, someday. Is he wearing a scarf? Is this guy wearing he a lot of He kind of has a tunicky. He's kind of got some scarfy tunicky things. Is he trying to cool dad it all over? fucking blaze he's got some sweet ass sideburns yes yes he does no he's a uh, slade wilson's son okay his uh, throat was cut when he was younger right so, he so he's can't... a mute yeah so he's a mute is he mute but his power is that he can basically like look you in the eyes or he can like basically do like control you oh, like okay. he has like a puppet control like a psychic puppet control thing of humans and okay he's you know he's been a a part of the the, the titan's lore forever i've never read anything with Jericho in it that I've ever felt was uh, worth yeah was good or like well I was like wow this guy's totally necessary even though he's got Harley Race sideburns yeah he he, to me looks like a knight he actually his hair is 100% Harley Race from 1987 86 so uh, he's got that going from him yeah Um, so anyway so he plays like so, so Vic calls him and he can hear so he's like hey I need to he calls him for Corey's number right and Corey, and he gives him Corey's number through his speak and say he has. Mm-hmm. And then. And then, so he's like, hey, thanks, man. And then he hangs up the phone and then his mom's like, everything that's okay? Not, that's not his mom. That's Cole. Oh. Can just be his mom? No, that's, the, oh, that's, that's, a girl, that's a girl who also is apparently living with the Jericho's mom. Because the Teen Titans building is not they've there. Got, they've got nowhere to who's go. also dressed in... Uh, her out, her working outfit. Well, maybe all their clothes were destroyed when the the thing fell down. I don't know. Oh, ew, ew, ew. I don't know how I feel about this. Please don't bite that. Cats again. So, um, so, so he calls Jericho. So Jericho calls. Uh, so Vic calls. So Vic calls uh, Corey at Dick's place. Yeah. Or calls Dick at Corey's place. Yeah. <clears throat> to Corey's all like modeling and it's he's like, like we don't have time we gotta go like a movie or something they're going to see a play they're going to see Hamilton they're going to see Hamilton and but you know Dick talks to Cyborg he's like cool we'll, we'll see you tomorrow then <coughs> they, phone calls they, they make phone a, calls. a decision to meet but then we cut to yeah. and I don't understand this because I don't think it ever comes back not at least this issue it doesn't we cut to a rainy night in Alabama 
and shadowy figures talking. Uh. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, here. and I'm like, okay, it doesn't have, and then, then, then that's it. There's a two panels, and that's then we go back. It's a thing. Now we're outside uh, Dick's apartment, but everybody's in their superhero gear. It's the next night or next yeah. day, and uh, Wonder Girl is there, and or I'm sorry, Donna Troy is there. Was she Wonder Girl at this time? You can call Wonder Girl, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I know there's also a blonde one. It's Donald um, Troy. Yeah, it's the 80s, so we assume it, we know it's yeah, Donald Troy. Donald Troy. So that and Beast Boy's here, and they're all like, let's go inside and talk to one of my neighbors. And then I go and talk to one of her, one what? of their neighbors, some Russian woman. It's some old like, Russian lady who used to live here, and she calls Corey a slut. Oh, yeah. Sort of. She's like, oh. She's dropping her. shade. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm so glad to see all of you. You all work so hard, but your outfit's a little questionable. But if I had your body, maybe. You know how you that whore. is. <laughs> so, so then they start talking to this woman and she starts telling him a story about what happened in the apartment across the hall um so spooky they she had tea lived there forever uh and she was like a ballerina or a dancer of some sort she's a really good dancer and then she lived across the hall from this the family. cannons the fan the family of the cannons so which was, was a mom a dad and a kid a kid and I do believe the mother's name is Martha, if I am... Ooh, I think you're right. <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. It's a Martha, guys. Oh, we know what's going to happen to her. There's a mother, and it's a name is a Martha. And she's going to die, because her name is Martha. Uh, never. She, and she lives a long life. If you want anybody in the DC universe... Martha, survive, Martin, Martha Martin and Cynthia as a daughter. Yeah, if you want anybody in the uh, DC universe to survive, and they have a child, and they're a mother, don't name them Martha. Serve. Martha. Why did you say that name? All of a sudden, Batman appears. Where's Batman? Oh, shit. What if Batman hears us? Why did you say that name? Oh, my God. What if Batman just ran in here and just started punching that Russian woman in the face? Be like, why did you say that name? I would love that that's the idea. Be like, that was my neighbor's name. I would love it if they're just. I would. I would love it if they're just sitting there like, what? Dick's just like, Jesus Christ, bros. Why you got a mother? I left. Martha's a very common name, Bruce. It could be another name. Go, why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> it's not like your your mother's name is Beyonce. <laughs> like, come why'd on. Why'd you say that name? I'm at the Bayhive. Don't say why'd you say that name? Buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> Batman enjoys the Bayhive. <laughs> Bayman. Oh, it's funny. He becomes Bayman. Bayman! <laughs> Look, I'm telling you guys, look, if there's any cosplayers out there that are coming to please, please Comic Con, find a way to do Bayman. Do it, ta- <laughs> do, do it tastefully. But, uh, oh, God. I wish I could do Bayman. That'd be so much fun. You could do I Bayman. I don't even know. How do you put that together? You just dress as Batman, but then, like, wear Beyonce hair. <laughs> <sighs> I'm trying to think, like. And then just be like, you you're not wear, ready for this pants. jelly or Batman. You, what? Don't wear, you don't wear pants either. And no, you can't I wear don't pants. think you're ready for this justice. I don't think you're ready for. <laughs> No, no, oh man, Bayman, is, is you're not ready for this justice. Too bootylicious for you. <laughs> We're gonna make. I'm gonna so figure m- out how to do Bayman. Fuck, <laughs> that, that's actually a great. That's Mark. That's a good idea right there. Uh, that's brilliant right there. Bayman should be. <laughs> Bay, Bayman's out of control. Oh yeah, yeah he is. Anyway, so this family basically is like. Yeah, we get to, like, wait. We, this is going on way too long. It really does. So there's, there's a lot of shit in here where they're like, is this okay, let me just say this real quick. This, this is a very drawn-out story oh, yeah. that has that is just 
did not not a goddamn thing happened. No, because and, and here's what happens a lot with when they flash back to what's going on with this family, they redo it like three or four times, and then they only add like one or two panels. The of information and, and i'm like but you, why why yeah. why so they're like oh and so i saw them and so they you saw them and they basically somebody re- stopped by to give him stuff and then i went into my apartment okay cool. yeah because they invited him and they're like oh we gotta go and we're gonna go to the lake and whatever and blah 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 yeah Goodbye. and so then jericho like jericho like, i don't understand what the fuck this point this part's for because like jericho like sees the picture and he's like, "Oh, there's the the the." Is well, he points the girl. at the picture. He points at the picture, and he's like, and it "Yeah." It has that little girl on it that Cyborg and Nightwing. Right. Saw. So they recognize. They're like, "Hey, I know that girl, but she would be like fifty or sixty today if she was alive." Yeah. And then Jericho's like, "Oh, old lady, maybe we could dance." But of course, like he does it in like sign language, and so they like put on a record, and Jericho and the old Russian woman just dance while everybody watches. And it says here, for the better part of an hour, all for they do hour. is dance. Well. Well, the, the Teen Titans just sit there. They're trying to solve a mystery for an hour. They stand. They just stand in this woman's apartment and watch him dance with Jericho <sighs> oh, God. for an hour. Not a song. Like he, I, I'd buy a song. An hour? No. For like an uh, yeah. I mean, like, why are you still dancing? Get out of here. <laughs> <coughs> the Bayhive. Oh, whatever. Find Martha. Find Beyonce. <laughs> Save Beyonce. Now that's a crossover we need. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we need we need we need a we need a Beyonce Batman crossover <laughs> in this next movie. Ben Affleck, if you're listening, and I know you are. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> you, you, what else would he do with his time? You're right. You're, you're you're writing that right. script for the Apparently Batman. Go do all the CrossFit. I don't know what else is bad. You pop pop this in while you're doing your gamble. While you're gamble doing cross gambling. <laughs> cross gambling. It's where you flip over a tire and, and then you, you play poker at the you same play time. Po- you, you flip over. That's how. You, that's how you bet. <laughs> He's like, I'm all in. Flips tire. Yeah, your tire has to be full of money, and then you have to flip it in. <laughs> and the way you raise, uh, raise, you hit it with a sledgehammer. Celebrities are weird, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but celebrities lead different lives than we they, do. They really do. And, and if 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 uh, if you win, then you have to do like nine pull-ups with a chain around. <laughs> you gotta do you gotta do burpees with a boat attached. <laughs> Anyways, so we get now we get to now we get Here's some another fucking we weird get now we get a, a side thing with uh, uh, something to do with what the fuck is this? Is Azriel's here? Yeah, but something. It's like, not Azriel. It's not, but it is. And there's like a woman like waiting for him to come and whatever. And then that's over. And then we go into Dick's apartment, which apparently is a pigsty because as we saw before, he's just like, instead of showering in the bathtub, he just stands in the middle of his bathroom and just hopes that water hits him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He just turns the nozzle so it's like going like right to the bat. He's like, "This works." I would imagine that there's like bat. It's Bruce just running in, up a bunch of stairs doing CrossFit with a bunch of water. Just throws it at him and run back downstairs to get yeah. more water. Yeah, that, that's that's how he bathes. Showers. <laughs> there's just, just black mold all over his bathroom. Oh, he's got guaranteed. Yeah, there, he's not. Yeah, he's and, uh, and Corey, who apparently has never been in her boyfriend's apartment. Sure, is like. Your apartment's gross, Dick. You might. No, want she's to... been in before. No, I she says well, you. She have... says I don't believe your apartment. You don't you ever clean up? And he's like, usually, uh, you know, I'm busy. Yeah. You know any gorgeous girls who like to cl- come over and Wednesday? Uh, come in Wednesdays for cleaning? Oh like, no. 
like, shut up. Just clean, clean your own fucking apartment. Dude, you're such a... Like, here's the thing. Like, if you want to be, sleaze. like, a, a functional human being, clean your own goddamn apartment. And it doesn't have to be spotless. Fucking clean your shit up. Because if, if a woman, if, if you're a dude, and your apartment is a goddamn sty, and a woman walks in there... All she's thinking about is the fact that if you guys get together, it's going to be her job to clean up after you, yeah. and she's not going to want to do it. So just be a functional human being. Wash your dishes. Yeah. Clean no, your no, yeah no, I can't, Don't I, take a shower. I've yelled at some of my male friends for not washing their dishes. Yeah, wash your fucking dishes, dude. If you're, a gro- if you're a lone man, wash your damn dishes. I am not asking for like, oh my God, you scrub this for nine hours every weekend. Like I'm literally just saying, like, are things put away? Are your dishes clean? Do you do laundry? Are your clothes folded? Maybe you should vacuum once in a while you or sweep. Vacuum. You sweep. That's don't, it. It's, don't, don't, it's passable. Yeah, don't There's walk. no black mold. You clean your bathroom. You clean the toilet. Just do proper things. Just passable. That's all we're asking. So so Garth is here. And Garth is Ugh. a... So, I think this is why I don't read Titans because all the I, these are just they're, they're, idiots. They're dumb, and like he's a big snake now because earlier he was a bird. Yeah, he's a bird. He flies. He tries to get people. Boy. He's a beast boy. And he and flies. Now he's a giant snake, and he's like putting his head in Cole's lap. Cole's lap, and he's like he's just hey. sliding around the apartment, Dick's apartment, which you know Dick's just probably like, oh, I saw that snake the other week. Oh, it's it's Carth. Yeah, he's like, uh, oh, that that wasn't some of the shit, uh, the snakes that I have living in here because I've got so much crap. So he just kind of flops into her lap, and you know, they're, he's flirting with her. She's about to drop a because a, she can make crystals, so she's about to drop a crystal on his face. And he's like, meh. you know, and they're just kind of. It, it's just, and then all of a sudden, the girl shows up again. Yeah, all of them there. They're like, oh my god, it's her. So they chase her out into the hallway and. And she goes up the stairs and disappears. So then they go and talk to the janitor. Yeah, the janitor who Jesus, was there. Did, this uh, is yeah. Boring. See, that's the thing. Now they're gonna go. To, I mean, they're solving a mystery, which is fine. But they go talk to the janitor, who's like, "Oh man, I've been working here since I was eight years old." Uh, let me tell you what I remember, and all I remember is I was walking up the stairs and I got hit in the head with a frying pan. Because he saw. Okay, so what happens? He saw just as like they went inside, and then the girl ran out. Yeah, and he got hit in the head with frying pan. He got, he got hit in the head with something, and he doesn't remember. So, so man, I'm so glad we spent some time with him. He's like, yeah, now there's a nice kid named Grayson who lives there, but he's never there. You know, okay. And you're like, all right, well, thanks. And he said, but he says that, funny thing, even though we know nothing would happen, because he says uh, some Grayson kid moves in there now. Oh, uh, yeah, it's every... Now some Grayson kid rents it, nice enough, but he hardly, he's hardly ever in. Oh, well, no wonder his house is... Yeah, gross. Gross. Um, but he also says something like, every time somebody runs the apartment, it's fine for six months, and then this they start seeing a little girl. He starts seeing a ghost. So, and he's like, any day now, that Grayson kid should should see it. And They're so... All, and so the Titans like, ghost? Yeah. Like, Whatever. So then, so then... Then they go to talk to Cyborg's grandparents? Yeah. Because apparently they're like, oh, this guy who... Was it the guy who died? The guy who got murdered, yeah, it, it, that Cyborg found. I guess he used to be like in the vaudeville scene. So they're like, "Oh, I know. Let's go talk to Cyborg's grandparents who like vaudeville <coughs> or were involved you in." Know they should have talked to. I have you know no idea. They should have talked to. They should have talked to Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, I bet he would have known. Oh, you would have told them everything. Him and Frank. Well, they this, should have been. They should have been on this podcast. That's actually what happened. Is it wasn't Cyborg's grandparents? They went to go see Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I, I, I want to imagine that they listened to an episode of Gilbert Godfrey's podcast. We're like, this this tale of ghosts is now solved. <laughs> 
So they, they're like, oh, he, you know, my grandparents know everybody in New York City because, sure. Because they're so old. I, I guess if you live in a place long enough, you you meet all their millions of habitants. And so, uh, so, inhabitants. Right. And so they're just like, oh, yeah, he disappeared, blah, blah. And, you know, he disappeared from the circuit. He and, used to have some bimbo with him. And, and Dick's like, oh, let me look this up on my computer. And then he's, he's like, I'm going to use your phone and plug my computer into it as a modem. Don't worry. It won't hurt your phone. So he uses the internet. He uses the internet to connect with Social Security and gets the guy's address. Yeah, because, sure. <laughs> For the guy, the guy's address who... I don't uh, know, maybe there was... I mean, I'm sure there weren't, like, security provisions back then. Nobody assumed you could hack into somebody else's computer. For this... Who, who do they go see? The Who's this guy? The congressman? Yeah, they, they, they get a... They go see somebody... Well, they go into somebody's house and they start looking around it. Yeah, where the, the fuck do they go? I don't know. Rossetti. Okay, no, they try to find Rossetti. He's the one that got killed. Yeah, he used to play here. Uh, so go into his place and go look around if you want, you people. And then so you, they you do, but it idiots. looks like somebody else was already there. And then they find I, a oh, real, phone number. I do want to actually point out here. I like this part where uh, he. Oh, cyborg! <laughs> so cyborg's kissing his parents' goodbye, his grandparents' Grandpa. goodbye, and there's like this drawing where, like, in the background, because they're all walking out, mm-hmm. and Garth is just looking at him, but he kind of looks like Michael Jackson. Yeah, he does. He looks kind of weird, and he, but he looks kind of just. I, I had to take a picture of it. It's just weird. Yeah, it's just a weird. It's framing. So they, they like find a a phone number, and they fly on what looks like a spaceship. Yeah, they, like have a, they, have a, they have a jet. Looks, but it looks like the spaceship, the space shuttle. It, it's Endeavor. It's Endeavor. And they fly it over to some farm somewhere where there's an old congressman working. Yeah, they find a New Jersey phone number and then they find an address and then they go... To find this guy and he's like... Congressman Withers. And they're like, Congressman, tell us the story. And then so he tells them another again more people telling them stories apparently he was married to this woman and she was rich and beautiful and whatever and he was an aspiring politician so he you know hooked up with this chick it's during prohibition he thinks all her money comes from booze but it also comes from drugs and then he's like rosetti worked with her yeah rosetti worked with her and he was the husband and he's yeah. like all upset about the drug thing. Drugs? Yeah. And she's like, "But you're gonna be my politician." And then that's when he realized that like she only wanted him around to like basically you know be her political puppet. So then, and this is where I got confused because I guess they're just sitting in these people's apartment when they come in because apparently the dad who died. Was their accountant. Right. And he sees the paperwork and he's like, Because oh, he had wait. to go, because he didn't know anything about these things. And yeah, he, he didn't know about the illegal dealings. I he have these papers. Creating a, a wanted set you of to have these papers books. before he walked off. And he's like, Great. And he goes, I mean, If I talk, there's something that's. So he starts questioning stuff. Yeah, because he's like, Wait a second. You're just using me to create a set of legitimate books. Uh, and I'm going to go to the cops. And they're like, No, you're not. Yeah, and then she it? pulls out a gun. She pulls a gun, shoots the mother and the father. And the girl this, runs out. This little girl did not become Batman. No. She runs out. Or or Bayman. She knocks out the 
guy. The guy with the frying pan, the janitor. And then they're like, oh, congressman. He's like, it'll ruin the rest of my career. But this guy's like 95, so I don't think it matters. But he's going to like testify, I guess. So that happens. And then they go to the old woman, his his old ex-wife. Yeah. And they, they're like, the so chick she is, is Donna Amasito. Yeah. And I just like that they just they just bear. OK, so like she's at her house. And so she's in her house in Connecticut. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, the fucking, this fucking book. Yeah. Uh, they're like, so Rossetti's been killed. We're not going to recover on evidence. There's nothing to tie our organization to it. Ew. Ew. Cat's knees. And she's like, good. I know what. Now, I do not know why I ever trusted that singing fool, but he will sing no more. Heh, 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 heh. Spooky. So then yeah. that's where the that's where the, the Titans fucking blow a hole through a wall. <laughs> They're like, and we're here. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's smash this old woman's wall. And he, they try they I'm not sure whose legs we're looking through, but when we see this old woman, we're looking through someone's legs. I'm assuming it's Dick's. Oh, they're Dick's legs, yeah, because that's his boot. <laughs> that's his that's his that's his incredibly skinny like well no, it's just the way the frame is that's i know not... but it's just like why are we why why are well, we yeah there's some taint why are we looking at through dick's legs why was this the picture they chose to draw they were like put dick's taint in there <laughs> and so they did dick is getting a lot of exposure in this book we're seeing love to show di- man he was just he is beefcake supreme <laughs> You what? You see Batch? Yeah. You're seeing Back Nightwing, Batch? Night, poor Nightwing. He's always been the one who's just like, his ass is everywhere. And Guys, let's be honest. He's been over-sexualized. He, he has. He absolutely has. He's. Uh, somebody needs to write an essay on this. I'm sure somebody has. Somebody I'm sure it's out there has. somewhere. Anyway, so they're like, they walk into this like, blue hole in her wall, and they're like, you're going to jail, lady. Look at my taint. <laughs> Look at my taint. I'm like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, who's this random... Broad. Whatever. And then, so then we go back to Dick's apartment. So they just run in and tell this woman she's going to jail. And then we just go back to his apartment where they decide to just knock a hole in his in Dick's wall. Yeah, where they're like, oh, I think, because she said, oh, they're right behind the wall or whatever. I guess she confessed. And they knock a hole in Dick's wall and there's skeletons. But there's only two of them. Whoa. There's only two skeletons, right? Yeah, and apparently they determined that. They sealed up the bodies of the parents. Right. The, the guys. So I have a question. Okay. So the parents are dead. We've got the bodies of the parents. The little girl, the last we said, we never see her die. She ran away. Right. The minute this wall is opened, she runs back in and says, oh, my God, we can be together now. And then the ghosts all come together. And the ghosts hug and they disappear. But did this little girl actually get killed? Well, I'm assuming is she she's, she's in dead. the wall and maybe she's just too short and you can't see her? They're like, oh, I see another one. <laughs> she's at the bottom here. Just right at the very bottom. I see a little girl. Yep, there she is. Dick, you had like three people in your wall and you didn't even know it. <laughs> Nobody did. I'm like, You're supposed to be the world's greatest detective and you didn't but, even know you had three bodies in your wall. I mean, in fairness, those are skeletons. So you're kind of like, eh, all right. Still. But... Why didn't anybody else smell them? Do you think Dick stayed in that apartment afterward? Yeah. Okay. Do you he think? Probably, he, do you think he put to close the wall? No, you that, think he just put a big picture of of uh, Bruce of Bruce over it? <laughs> no, I don't even. Of Brucey Wayne. Yeah, of Brucey Wayne. I don't even think he did that. He was just like, meh, it's fine. <laughs> oh, Corey is not wall. happy. Corey's like, like Cor- we, 
Corey, you want to come over and clean? C- clean quotation marks, and she comes over and she's like, "Could you get this fucking hole in your wall?" Yeah, call a contractor. Call dude. to do come something. On. You're, do- you know, guys with money. Yeah. You literally. A lot of I'm it. not talking to Brucey. Yeah. Okay. Not talking to Brucey. Get a payment plan. Fucking fix the hole in your wall. G- g- ask him for a low look. I, I don't mean- care you, if you can't afford it. Go b- at least buy a piece of plywood. You need to remove the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> it's just skeletons. There's like an arm here. He just puts a hat on one of them. <laughs> yeah, they're friends now. He's, he's like, that's where I put my costume. You guys he wear just, a mask. He just, hangs the co- <laughs> he's just hanging the costume on these skeletons. It's just like his boots are like on top of one of them. And he's like, that's just where I keep my shit. I renamed them. That's uh, that's uh, Jason Todd. And, uh, <laughs> and this is Tim Drake. This is Tim Drake. I don't and know who those the, people and are. This but... very short one is Damien. He doesn't <laughs> exist yet, but everyone will hate him when he does. Dick Grayson Necromancer. There we go. There you go. Bayman and Dick Grayson Necromancer coming soon from DC Comics. <laughs> I, I think I would if, if, if you told me that's coming out. I'd be like, yeah, I'm on board. I think I'm on board. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. For, that's how this ends. Yeah. Aren't Christ. we glad? No more ghosties. No more ghosts. Uh Jesus. Yeah, this is not scary at all. No, it wasn't. I mean, it had a ghost in it. I guess it says ghost sort story. Of, kind of. I mean, we were. I saw this and I was like, oh man, Halloween. So you know. We have an actual DC Halloween special. I know, but it's long. It's long, and it's not very good. No, there's a lot. There's some. Some of those things are just like, hey, let's no, try it, to put it, together. It'd be like if we read it, we would just have to dedicate the entire ish episode to that issue, which we will do in some cases. Which is fine. But I am not gonna waste my time reading that. No, and I wasted my time reading this. Yeah. So, to answer our question that we ask all the time, would you read the next issue of this? Probably not, because, god damn it, the te- tales of uh, Teen Titans are just boring as fuck to me sometimes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Teen And I'm Titans. sorry I'm swearing so much, but I feel that, that, that I need to get that out. Yeah, nope. I just, I, I always feel like I'm never, like, I always feel, it feels like it's never, anytime I read anything with the Titan, any Titans stuff, I always feel like it's never, like, it doesn't fit in with the rest of the dc comics it just i mean even though it does it just never feels like it's supposed it just doesn't feel right to me yeah i mean not there's anything like you know inherently wrong with it you know it's just i just don't like it It just doesn't you know it's kind of like reading uh like spider-man like which you know some spider-man i could tolerate but most spider-man's just like yeah yeah you know no i'm with you so you you wouldn't read the next issue either no even actually, it was Crisis I mean, next issue, so uh, oh yeah, so or Legends or some whatever all this shit gets rewritten. Yeah, I mean, how much taint is in the next issue? I guess would be my question. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, comic book store clerk. How much taint is? is I mean, is really, this book? I need like uh, a percentage on the cover with like now with fifty percent more taint or whatever. <laughs> in tr- first appearance, taint. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's it for Tales of the Teen Titans, number 71 from November 1986. We'll be back with our next book. Hey, guys, it's Adam Ray. And Josh Wolf, And we have a new podcast on the Sideshow Network called Good Call. It's a sports show for the casual fan. We aren't talking stats, no spreadsheets, or in-depth analysis, nothing like that. Yeah, it's just fan opinions that will make you laugh and think... 
So if you want to listen to it, download, rate, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or check us out on the sideshownetwork.tv slash goodcall or anywhere you get your podcasts. I'm not sure how much thinking is being done. What? Yeah. All right. Welcome back to Worst Collection Ever here on Sideshow Network. Going to talk about our next book. Uh, we're ironically doing Spider-Man. Yep. Talking about Peter Porker himself. Well, it's a team up. Well, okay. So Marvel team up number 93 from May 1980. Hey, this is when I was born. Oh, shit. This is, this is a very special. This, this book is as it, old as I am. Yes, it is. As old as me is 36 years old. Yep. Ah! Reading a 36-year-old comic book. That's a thing we do on this show. I know. We read 36-year-old I can't believe that this is a 36-year-old comic. I know. It looks pretty good for 36. Like That's a thing. When you go to comic book stores and you look through back, back issue bins, mm-hmm. you can find issues that are 36 years old. You can yeah. find issues that are older than that, but this is just 36 years old, and it's just a, it's just a fucking Marvel team-up. Yep. Oh, my God. Anyways. So, uh, Marvel Team-Up, number 93 from May 1980. We got Spider-Man and Werewolf. Werewolf by night. Jack Russell. Teaming up. Yes. No villain is more vile than Tatterdemalion. Uh-huh. And on the cover, we got Spider-Man and Werewolf. In uh, being throttled in each hand by the Tattered Demalion. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tattered Demalion, uh, basically, he what does he what does he look like to he, you? A hobo. Oh, so, uh, well, okay, here, here I, I, I could a t- hobo pirate, a pirate hobo. He doesn't have an eye patch. No, but he's got a weird hat, and I feel like if he could wear like three musketeer no, boots, he would. You know what he looks like? He looks like a scarecrow. He, he looks like a, a hobo scarecrow. Yeah, yeah, he does. He looks like a hobo scarecrow. He has a uh, scar. So basically, he's actually a part of a larger hobo army of s- superpowered hobos. Cool. That's kind of how he started. Mm-hmm. Like he, we started out as like an actor who was very good at tap dancing. Okay. He's very he's very good at like theater and like vaudeville and stuff, which you know, apparently he maybe he hung out with what's his face, his parents. Yeah. Grandparents, uh Cyborg's grandparents. I hope so. You know. Um but he uh shit went bad for him and he got crazy and then he got subjected to a bunch of like st- projects and stuff like that, experiments. And now he has like this. Uh, he has powers to. Uh, what exactly is his power? Like he can. Besides stench. He has a stench. Like he has a very stinky clothes. Can he like control that scarf? He has a weighted scarf. Yeah, like, but it kind of like moves on its own. Right, but it's a it's a weighted scarf, so you can kind of manipulate it. That's the thing. Like cause oh, okay. multiple times, people are getting knocked out with scarves. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that happens, which is ridiculous. Yes, uh, but he's got some sort. Of, oh, I really, I read it, just read it yesterday, but I don't quite understand. Like he's got some sort of like transmutative properties he can do, where basically, oh he yeah, can, he can like touch you and like burn you. He can burn something? your clothes or materials, but he can't burn people. And he's got, he's kind of like a like a 
a, like half a Robin Hood kind of guy, where his purpose is to burn, like destroy material goods. Yes. And like money and stuff like that, because since he's poor, everybody else should be poor. Right. And, and it's kind of like his plan really doesn't work. No. Because instead of being a Robin Hood like character where he steals from the rich and he gives to the poor, he's just like, oh, I'm just going to burn it all down. Which that Well, that is his plan. He's not I plan. know, but that's he, a stupid plan. He doesn't want to give anybody else money. Why not? He's just, he's just Why not? He's a piece of, sh- he's a jerk. But that's. A stupid idea. Well, all right. This is what we're dealing with. All right. So uh, the story is called "Rags to Riches," and we got Peter Parker in L.A. Yeah, and he's like some sort of like jazz club or whatever. Yeah, he's in the L- one of the L.A. jazz clubs, and he's like sitting at a table, and he looks over, and he's like, "Oh man, a couple tables over is the werewolf." I bet he doesn't know that he's sitting here with Spider-Man. Bet he doesn't know I'm me. Ha ha. That huh. guy is him. Ah ha ha. Whatever. So he flashes back to like the last time he fought with the werewolf and how Spider Woman showed up and basically nobody cares. Yeah. Um, Whatever, Peter Parker. So, so so we got now we got Jack is there with this guy uh Friend. Buck. Oh. I, just I think like, I think Buck's like who was Buck? I just like friend. Buck's yeah, Buck's got some thing going on. And so Buck and him are talking about how I guess the enforcer, not Arn Anderson, but the enforcer, sure. the 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 deceased uh, Charles Delasney, who owns a movie studio, is a movie studio exec who also has like this suit, and he's basically a. Uh... Are you sleeping? No, I'm just falling. I'm getting really tired. I'm sorry. So we should probably get through this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't get a lot of sleep this week. Um. So Charles Delasney is, uh, you know, he's got this, he's got this like this outfit where he's basically like RoboCopish. I don't know. Is uh, the werewolf? He's a journalist, right? Because they're like talking yeah. about, oh, like, you know, maybe I should do a story about this this jazz club, man. That's a story. Hip cat jazz. And then as they're talking about it, him and his buddy, all of a sudden, Tattered Demalion shows up because somebody's like, well, I wonder, I wonder, I w- what's that smell? <laughs> like somebody just farted and it's Tattered Demalion because apparently he's so poor he doesn't keep himself clean. No, no. Like, that's gross. Well, I just wanted to point out this part where this guy, so this guy took Buck. So Jack took takes Buck to the jazz club. He's like, look, I just wanted to take you here because the enforcer, he's like, you know, you got like, trying to take your mind off of stuff and like he's like how could i do that and he's like well the guy the enforcer didn't mean to shoot you oh yeah that's right he didn't really mean to shoot you but he did yeah sorry about that he wasn't trying to kill you though and he's like that bullet drugged me yeah you know and then we got you better he's like yeah but i still don't feel good about it so like how long ago did he get shot i don't know i think it was like yesterday no, so shouldn't he like be taking it easy instead of like hanging? Out oh no, he should floor? not be out. He should just be like, bro, can yeah. I just like chill He's for like, a dude, little I'm while? I'm just gonna like stay home and check some Netflix out because I just got fucking shot. The '70s version of Netflix could have gonna watch. I'm some, not sure uh, what the '70s version of Netflix was. That's let's uh, look at People Magazine real fast. <laughs> it's flip books. Flip books. Just the flip books of your favorite movies. <laughs> just, and it's just a subscription that brings them to your door. Yeah, well, that's what that's what that's you magazine. order them, and then six weeks later, somebody delivers it to you. It's the Netflix of magazines, <laughs> but in the seventies. Yeah. Anyway, so so um, all of a sudden, you know, Jack starts smelling something, 
and he's like, ew. And then he's like, and then it's funny because they're like, he thinks that he's, Peter Parker's just sitting there and he's like thinking that Peter, he smells him. He's like, oh, he must smell me. Ew, I must smell. (laughs) Wait, he's not talking about me. And it turns out, yes, tattered chameleon and he uh, reeks like ass. Why would Spider-Man think that he smells? Because he thinks that he. Did he just fart? Yes. Is that Spider-Man. what just happened? Spider-Man just had a silent Sp- but deadly fart. He had a he had a bowl breaker that, that that came out of the thing. He's like, man, I had some of the had some con, uh, chili con carne from yeah. that taco truck. It must have been that bean I ate. It must have been that bean I ate. The Spider-Man <laughs> story. So he uh, Spider-Man farts. Tender Marilyn shows up, and uh, my fart conjured this man. My fart conjured, yeah, and. Well, it's because I know why is because Spider-Man, because uh, him and Jack Russell have met before. Right. And he assumes. Oh, he thinks he has just a really he can, he great. Can, yeah, he, thinks, he, he assumes that uh, the werewolf can uh, figure out what Peter Parker smells like and figure it. out Spider-Man or whatever. Yeah. So, um, so this, you know, Peter Mill shows up and he's like, ah, fuck everything. And he starts punching people. And yeah. He starts ripping, burning clothes and burning money, you know, and he's burning purses and yeah and tatter you know and, and and so the whole time you know jack and uh peter are peter, doing that typical thing where they're they're doing like, that thing where they just keep I, I how am i gonna change here people will see me yeah and so tatter demalion knows who jack russell is and you know they start having a Little. having a, having a discussion and peter parker tries to inter inter twine and he gets hit. He gets hit. And then the lights go out. And then the lights go out. And when the lights go out, they're like, oh, man, let's take advantage of this to become our superheroes. But then on stage, we just have a random panel where apparently the jazz singers were Mouse and Cat? The dra- well, okay. Well, this is actually ties in with another book we've read. Oh, I remember these two. Well, Mouse and Cat, who are part of uh, the Shrouds team. That's right. That's where so they're that's from. The shroud. That's the shroud in their back. I get wear. that. Okay. And they're all like, for the cover of darkness, we need to do something. And he's like, they we... got it. And so they're like, well, we're not gonna deal with this. So yeah, anyways, we're, we're not gonna help out. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Let's he, leave. The shroud's like, you know what? Tattered Demillion's, uh outfit's way too close to mine. I don't want to get hit. Yeah. So let's get out. So they leave, and like Spider-Man and Werewolf become Spider-Man and Werewolf. And when the lights come back on. They're fighting, and then there's this woman in like a purple getup with like a veil on her face, and she's like, "Hmm, ooh, Spider-Man." She's like, "Ooh, he's into darkness." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and then she just leaves. And then, of course, Spider-Man and were- Werewolf are fighting, and then they decide to like team up. Yeah, team it up. Because that's what we do. The Spider-Man team up. You know, and then we got a uh, punch, punch, fight, throw in. Uh, you know, Spider-Man just can't take that. Apparently, Tender Demelian must smell just like the worst. Yeah, because like apparently he took off his hat and he shoved it in Spider-Man's face, and he was like, "Oh shit!" Like apparently it was the worst. Because no, because why? You know why? Because he's got his, his clothes are filled with chloroform. Oh, that's why. Because Spider-Man, he puts a hat in his face. He's like chloroform. Fuck off, you know and. Chloroform, chloroform, and this is where this is where his uh, his weighted scarf punches the he it knocks it knocks the, the werewolf out. Yes, I don't know how he controls it. I don't either because he doesn't actually like throw it or anything. It just sort of like magically shoots out from his neck. 
Yeah. And so then he picks up Werewolf and he runs off and Spider-Man's like, I'm so groggy. Oh my God. And so he like runs out into the alleyway and he sees that like a manhole covers a jar and he's like, he must have gone this way. And so he just drops down there. She goes in a random manhole and then that woman is watching him again and who who gives a shit? No. So then now we got uh, Werewolf and he's being uh, hung from the ceiling. It looks like uh, Mel Gibson and uh, Lethal Weapon. Yep. Getting that sort of treatment, and uh, he's talking how it's like, dude, you used to be poor, and now you're now you're not. And he's like, I got my shit together, and he's like, that's su-, you know, tired of the million. He's like, that sucks ass. Yes, keep why being can't, poor. Keep like being. Me. Why can't you keep being poor and shitty like me? Now we have to kick your ass. Yeah. Uh, you used to be the used to be the man. Are you the man? Are you a piece of shit, motherfucker? Did the Iron Sheik just come here? The Iron Sheik. He just, he just, is he guesting on our podcast? The Iron Sheik, everybody. Jack Russell, you asked me excellent, excellent question. <laughs> Spider-Man, you will be Brian Blair. I will make you humble. Break your back. Are you all right? You having fun? No, I'm okay. not. Okay. I, I don't, I don't I'm going, know. It's, my, it's the Halloween treat. You know? is, is, did you just like become possessed by I mean, yes, Iron this is Sheik? Is that what's going on? It's so scary. I was possessed by a ghost, but the how, uh, Iron Sheik, the living Iron Sheik. <laughs> he, he's just sleeping. He's, all, when Iron Sheik sleeps, projecting. his body, his, his spirit goes across and just finds random people doing podcasts yeah, to possess them to, well, and recite lines from his from his shoot video from his shoot videos yeah that, i think that's actually correct unsolved mysteries needs to get on this yeah we need to get to bring like, it back it's gonna be like astral projection we need we need that to be like i mean i wish robert stack was still around and be like so you we well, never interviewed anybody on that show no he just sean claims he was possessed by the airy cheek while doing a podcast don't don't or whatever <laughs> So Spider-Man is in the sewer and all of a sudden he gets hit in the head or he almost gets hit in the head by the scarf because <laughs> the Spidey sensitive him and he's like, oh, shit, it's you. I'll fix you. I'm going to punch you, Tattered Demalion. So he punches him right in the crotch. He punches him in the crotch he, and appear from what it looks like. And from, Tanner really just laughs at him. He laughs at him because what happens when Spider-Man... I don't know why Spider-Man has anything in his hand to, to begin with. Well, that's he, what pulls, I know. Well, he pulls his hand away and he's just holding rags. Is he, that means it's like, so is he, was he punching the grab dick? That, was, was, like, I was, was that his pride? That's thing? what was I like, don't get because if it's just Spider-Man, a close... Spider-Man, Spider-Man, grabbing up balls, whatever he can. He open punches dicks when he can, grabs those dicks pulls them off like is that his song because yeah. like that's if you're just punching somebody with a closed fist why are you coming away with a handful of anything but he does he has a hand because well, apparently tattered million has like 30 jackets on he also has a hand like dick rags he has a bunch of di- bunch of moldy moldy dick rags and he's like yeah moldy dick rags and so he like throws them and then they they fight and Tattered Demalion's like, I'm well healed because he's wearing like a pair of four inch heels. Oh, yeah. I forgot and about that. He kicks Spider-Man in the face. Those are some mighty heels. They're really high. Uh, and and yeah. then he runs away up like a ladder. Yeah, that looks impractical. Yeah, it does. Spider-Man slaps him in the face and he runs away. Yeah. So he runs away. Oh, what the fuck is going on? Oh, he throws his cape. This Spider-Man's fight goes on to, for like three it years. It really does. It, Spider-Man's trying to follow him, but Tattered Demand's like, here's my gross cape. 
<laughs> and Spider Man's oh. like, oh, smells, oh, gross. So Can't he gets- be worse than a fucking fistful of dick rags. <laughs> the dick rags he was okay with. Yeah, but the stinky cape. He's like, ew, from Munda Cheese. <laughs> ew. Dick cheese. Dick cheese. Yeah. Oh, so, and then, he, there's soup. Okay, okay. Well, what happens is so, so, Tattered Malian being the uh, hobo, hobo, hobo uh, villain that he is, yeah. is uh, based in a har- uh, halfway house. Uh-huh. He's living in a halfway house and he's got like his hobo army. Yeah. You know, this derelicts or whatever. And Spider Man comes up and he's like, hey, I'm in a halfway house. I'm not going to fight a bunch of derelicts. And then one of them's just like, too bad, superhero, we'll fight you. And he throw and, the, and whoever this guy is, looks like Blockbuster from uh, Mark Desmond, throws soup at him. <laughs> he throws a pot of boiling soup at him. <laughs> which To which I took a picture of and I said, this is what happens when you pronounce fa wrong in L.A. That's <laughs> true. Because it is, and I'm pronouncing it wrong right there, Oh, my too. God, there's like 18, because you can call it faux. You can't call it faux. No, faux. So I've heard people call it faux. It's People wrong. that don't know, people that read the word for the first time call it faux. Right. Faux, but it's called fa, but other people call it fa. It's fa. It's fa. I don't like saying fa. I don't either. That's why I call it fa. Because this sounds like you're just like fa. 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 I, I call it fa. I love fa. Though. I want to call him fa. I'm calling him fa. Fa. Fa off. Fa. Um. Yeah. And, and and I mean, not all people who nobody's be, nobody's being harmed by me saying that. By the way, that's true. But nobody. Uh, this particular halfway house. I'm sure there are plenty of halfway houses that have very you know good people who are trying to get back on their feet. This particular one just happens to house a hobo army. It was a villain villain one. And so it was the the soup villain. It's the soup villains. Um so Jambalaya Jim. (laughs) For some reason Tattered Demalion is stupid and he stands way too close to Werewolf who's still hung up and Werewolf like kicks him. Kicks him and then he's like uh while you weren't here watching me I Got myself free of these because you have you have a bunch of hobos making soup in the background. Yeah, no one's like, fucking paying attention to me, so I got myself out of these ropes. I'm a fucking werewolf. Look at me. And Spider Man's like, these I, idiots are making soup. Yeah, you should have been paying attention to me with my claws. So, but Spider Man like webs tattered Demalion, but because he's so greasy, it just like slides. <laughs> is off he the of greasy him? strangler? Yes, he's the greasy is strangler. the greasy strangler? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He is the greasy strangler. Uh, that's where that movie got its start. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I win. So now they're just fighting each other. Tattered Demillion throws Spider Man hits him with his ass. Yeah. Well, first, Tattered Demillion throws Werewolf into Spider Man. Yeah. And then Spider Man tries to web him, and he's like, You know, that won't work. He's like, That's just so I can hit you with my ass in the face. Tattered Demillion apparently also got enhanced. So that's also why he's able to hold up a fight. Sure. Because, you know, because there's a lot of speak of him being like, Spider Man's like, you know, like, oh, he's really strong for some reason. You yeah. know, it's so apparently he's got he's been taking roids. Yeah. He's oh, been yeah. doing juice. He's been t- it's, it's like a roid soup. Yeah. Been, that's what those guys are making. Oh, yeah. Mm, making delicious roid soup. Roid soup. So they're so, fighting. He's going to throw a hat and Spider-Man webs the hat. <laughs> Who's he throw? Yeah, why is he going to throw the hat? Is he Kung Lao? I guess. And and, and so he's going to just throw the hat. Oh, you know, here's actually a thing. This is a funny thing, too, because uh, so werewolf keeps thinking he's like i'm trying to grab him he's like, but i can't grab him because he stinks so bad yeah because you know he's a stinky guy um so 
werewolf like rips the scarf off of his face. He's like, "Don't look at my hideous face." Well, it's funny the way that he grabs it because he's looks just like he grabs it with his teeth. Well, he does. Like, he I'm gra- like, if you if that guy smells that badly, what do you do with grabbing anything with your mouth? Well, he kind of grabs it like he grabs a small piece of it <laughs> and he just kind of pulls it. So it's just kind of like in between, like very. It's not, it's not just like Har. No, it's just like, like he's kind of like. Hum. like like he was taking down some dude's zipper with his teeth. That's like basically what that looks like. Whoa. That's what it looks like. Okay. <laughs> is, that a, is that a thing that happens in the fanfics? Well, it's a thing that happens in like porno movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's, it's got... It's got... It's, uh... I'm telling you. That's because why, you, why would you want to do that? You would taste it. Mm-hmm. So why isn't he grabbing it? But he's just like... Eh. Tiny bite. Tiny bite. Pulled down. Yeah. (laughs) And so then Spider-Man's like, you're ugly, punch you in the face. He's ugly and he punches him in the face. (laughs) And... And so apparently... Apparently he's down. Knocks his ass up. Yeah, because apparently everything else is padded except for his ugly face. Yeah. So he knocks him out and then that woman's still hanging out. Yeah. Oh, we we should talk about this. Oh, you want to talk done. about that? Okay, yeah. we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, so he chases after. He's like, oh my god, it's that woman. Did did you see that woman? And um, werewolf is like, what woman, man? You need your vision checked. And he's like, no, she's right here. So he like goes out of the halfway house, and he follows this woman into this other house, and then she takes off her purple stuff, and she just looks like she's surrounded by like velvet ropes. Like, she just yeah. wrapped them around her body. Yeah. Because her name is... Dancing Macabre. Sure. So that's yeah. the end of so that she's a, and she's, she's a character that's around. She, has, she heads up, like, the Night Shift, which is, like, a group of, like, spooky villains. Ooh, spooky. Spooky villains. Uh, spooky. You know, there's a guy with a needle. There's a, the, the Brothers Grimm. There's a Digger, who's a, a zombie Digger. man. Oh. Yeah. That's, there's a bunch of winners in there. Yeah, there's sounds a hangman. Like uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of a tat, tattered million hangs out in there too. Yeah, bunch of bunch of losers. Yeah. So that that's it for uh, that's it for this Spider-Man uh, Marvel team up. Yes, number ninety three from May nineteen eighty. First, we have to talk about this though. Okay. So there is a hostess ad. It is Thor meets the Ricochet monster. Yeah. And I love this for one reason. So Thor is fighting this giant blue monster and he throws his hammer at him and it just bounces off of him and it hits Thor right in the face. And Thor's like, oh, what the fuck? Now I have to like, like put some sort of spell on him or something. No, he doesn't do that. What does he say? What I hurl at thee, thou returnest. When I hurl at thee, thou returnest. If we proceed in this fashion, we gain naught but a checkmate. So basically, he's like... He's like, oh, so this isn't going to work. I can't throw my hammer. Therefore, I will hurl something at thee, thou wilt absorb and keep unto thyself. So he throws, like, a dozen hostess fruit pies at this monster. Yeah. And the monster's just like, oh, no, no, no. The monster's in the... He's like, so thy evil masters, the do nothing of the goodness, blah, blah, blah. And then then he sends the monster back from where he came in the end. Does he just throw him into space? I think so. 
That sucks. I mean, at least he gave him a fruit pie. At least he like fed him before he tossed him into the void of space. That needs to happen in, in, in Infinity War or whatever they're doing. Where <laughs> Ragnarok or whatever. Ragnarok where Thor's like, here, have a pie. Throw. <laughs> have this delicious fruit pie that he just throws him into space. Where he just once, just guy. once, I want to see a new superhero movie where somebody's like, I got a pie. I, or really I got a ho- see... I got a Twinkie. Will you stop hitting me? I would love to see just a quick shout out to like a hostess. I Twinkie. wish that would be like a Lego thing. I mean, come on. Something. They make Twinkies again. Yeah. Fucking let's do they it. Still exist. Somebody throw a cupcake at a villain. Yes. Just for old time's sake. Just do it. Just try it. Just, just try it. Once. Just try it. Just once. That's all I'm asking. Just, just try it. So. Anyway, so would you read the next issue of this Marvel team ups? Oh, I kind of like the Marvel team ups. Oh, I do it too. Depends on who the characters are. Yeah, we. I I usually get them by character. I don't buy every one of them because, like, I'm not gonna buy. Like, I can, like, I'll read it if some if I have it. Yeah. But, like, I'm not gonna read. You know, Spider Man and the Human Torch. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. No, I, you know, I was like the, Werewolf. Yay! Werewolf. Yeah, Werewolf. That worked out. You know, we've had, of course, Wonder Man. We've yeah. done. You know, I'm all into cosmic ones. So him and Warlock, him and Moon Dragon. Yeah. Captain Marvel. I mean, he's got all sorts of friends. He's Spider-Man. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, I guess that's it for this week's show. want to wish everybody happy Halloween. Yay, Halloween. It's be a very good uh, good time. We're going to go to Kamikaze. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. L.A. Comic-Con. Whatever. they renamed whatever. it like a week ago or something <laughs> I know. They had this announcement. They were like, like, oh, man, Kamikaze is coming. You know what? Stan, we're going to wheel Stan Lee out here, make him stand for nine Speaking of sp- Spooky. Yeah, we're just gonna wheel him out, make him announce that he's changed the name, and then we're gonna go put him back in his closet. <laughs> uh, so now it's Stan Lee's Los Angeles Comic Con, which okay, Kamikaze was shorter. Yeah, why? Well, yeah, exactly. Now I gotta remember this whole thing. Like, I mean, I don't. First of all, I'm not gonna call it Stan Lee. I was called L.A. Comic Con. I'm gonna call it anything. Yeah, and it was so much easier to say Kamikaze. Kamikaze. That's it. I don't because I, it was it was supposed to be. A pop culture fest. It wasn't just comic books. It was more like, you know, comic, pop culture, nerd culture type of thing. Yeah. And now it's LA Comic Con. And I wonder if they did that because there's all that talk going on. If, you know, San Francisco Comic Con is one day going to come up here. And, you know, because WonderCon got moved up here, I feel like that's just like a test to see what would happen. Yeah, I don't and, think it did so well. Yeah. So I don't think they, I don't think they were as happy with it. Yeah. Moving it up here. Yeah. It was nice for us. It was great for us. We didn't have to buy a hotel room. It was kind of nice. Yeah. I don't need to go. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, but and the thing is, is though, that Anaheim's really, really nice. And the Anaheim Convention Center, for where WonderCon usually is, is just great. Yeah. And it's, it's good, huge. It's a good place to be. And LA, you know, the LA Convention Center's not bad, but it's nowhere near as nice as the Anaheim one. No. Um, but but it's good for, you know, but at least if they could just, it, this is in the past few years... They've done it where it's like the whole thing. Yeah. Well, the first year that we went. Well, the first year we went because it was, was the, fir- the first year. The first year, and it was like one day. Was it one day? No, I think it was the weekend. But it was comic. It was then that was the first day of Kamikaze, and they only used like a fourth of the floor or something stupid. Yeah. Because there was also like a a giant church service on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, they were sharing the floor. Yeah, that it was no that, and it sucked, and it was just really hard to get anywhere. And it was the first time I'd ever been to a con, and I was like, I hate this. No, I no, I didn't like it because there was too many people, and everything was so narrowly packed together. My poor wife. But then when we went to WonderCon, it was much better because there was a lot, a little bit more room. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but so. we but the Kamikaze we're going there this uh, coming weekend, and yeah. uh, 
We'll see what we buy. My, my brother will be in town. He will. We're going to have some fun. We're dragging him to a comic con. We're going to drag him to a comic con. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll have a surprise next week for you. Oh, man. We'll see what we can find. Oh, man. Not that we need to buy more shit. Oh, uh, we do. No, do we need more shit? We need more. I need to get stuff that need, I need to collect. Do we need more shit? No, we don't. But I could buy some cheap-ass trades. You know, cheap-ass trades. That's how I live. <laughs> living your life. Living my life. Yeah. Well, yeah, but have a really great Halloween. I yeah. hope you all dress up as something cool. I think I've talked Sean out of his Depeche Mode idea. We've talked about that. We didn't talk about it on the show. Oh, yeah. But we talked about it. You know, I talked about it on social media where I was like, I think I should dress up as Dave Gahan from the Enjoy the Silence video. Which I'm fine with. Which you're fine with, but uh, my idea was that I would walk around with a crown and a cape and dress like, you know, like a king, but oh. I also walk around with a chair while p- playing uh, Enjoy the Silence on an iPod. And I really think the chair's a bad idea. I think everything but the chair works, because you've got to walk around an entire I understand, and I understand that, but I feel like it does not work if it doesn't have the chair. I feel like it could be a metaphorical chair. I don't, I don't buy it. Okay. I just, I have. I just, because here's the thing: I don't want to have to listen to you for the rest for the entire day. Well, then that, that won't, I won't do it. And you're then. like, why am I carrying this chair? I know. I don't want to just walk around as a king. That looks stupid. <laughs> God, what is, hey, where are you supposed to be? Oh, I was supposed to be Dave. I'm like, ah, whatever, loser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we'll figure something out. <laughs> Uh, well that's it for this week's show thanks for listening uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Angry Hero Sean S-H-A-W-N and I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram jenstansfield.tumblr.com and jenstansfield.wordpress.com and of course sideshownetwork.tv you can check all of our shows there and please go on iTunes and rate and subscribe give us five stars it helps us it uh, makes us visible and uh, it helps the show reach its goals of telling you about lousy comics every week. Yay. So, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again next time. Happy Halloween! I'm Andrew Steven, and you probably don't know me. But I host a show about comedy, the internet, and television. It uses NBC's new streaming comedy channel, CISO, as a jumping-off point to tell stories like Looking for Bill Murray. The path eventually led to Bill's youngest brother, Joel. Someone knew Joel. That's me. I've always been a boxer's guy, and Billy. My brother Ed, who was the oldest. My brother Brian. Prank calling Steve Martin. But the best thing that we would ever do is we had a two-line phone system in our house. So we would dial one number, like we would dial Steve Martin, then we'd dial Martin Short, and then we'd conference call and take ourselves out of it, and they would both be like, Oh, what's up, Steve? What's up, Martin? Plus, the UCB's Matt Besser sings, Cannabis oils butter wax and shatter. Kulop Vlasak talks about how she created bajillion-dollar properties. It was going to be two female uh, real estate brokers, and we were going to call it Two Broker Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan Harmon teaches me how to write a story. Like, with only a couple of lies, you can make a hero out of, out of, out of a villain. So if you like comedy, you watch CISO, or you just like interesting stories, be sure to subscribe to The CISO C-Show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts.